the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, fitness, nutrition, and wellness. Now in its 34th year. Your host of Dr. Health Radio is David Snow, who is a health expert but not a doctor. And while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their area of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a medical condition that requires treatment, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. Question. What did the mother pill say to the baby pill when the guests arrived on New Year's Eve? Aren't you going to invite them in? Hey, we want to invite you in to our last show of the year. Good morning and welcome once again to the healthiest hour on radio. It's the snowman with you, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy as we do it each and every week at this time here on the program. And we thank you so very much for joining us on this last show of 2023. Today on the program, our, in our last show of the program, or our last show of the year, rather, a special edition of the program, which we always do around this time of the year, uh, actually uh, tomorrow being New Year's Eve, our annual presentation of Alcohol and Your Health, as well as Alcohol Addiction. And we have our resident guest expert who's been with us and trying to think maybe almost 20 years now, author Doug Thorburn. He's the author of four books on alcohol addiction, and he's here. He will be joining us in just a few minutes to inform you on how to identify drivers under the influence if you're driving around uh, tomorrow or any time this weekend or any day of the year for that matter, uh, as well as how to identify alcoholics that you might not be aware of that uh, are part of your life, whether they be in you know, co-workers or in social settings, friends, um, in clubs, or even close friends, relatives, or your immediate family members. And uh, also we'll talk about the myths and realities of alcohol addiction. You know, it's not uh, uh, people have misguided uh, beliefs about uh, who is more prone to be addicted to alcohol. And we'll talk about the professions that are most likely to be addicted as well. Uh, He is the author of Get Out of the Way, How to Identify and Avoid a Driver Under the Influence, as well as one of his other books, How to Spot Hidden Alcoholics Using Behavioral Cues. Talk about the early and late stages of alcoholism and also uh, rehab clinics. What happens? I'm wondering, what would happen to all the rehab clinics if they actually cured all the patients? Hey, no return visits, no relapses, what? We're out of business. And what about AAA, AAA, uh, as well as uh, we'll talk about some celebrities, you know, the latest being Matthew Perry, who succumbed to, uh, well, supposedly addiction, who died recently 
uh, and he was pretty open about his addiction problem uh, over the years and uh, much more. So uh, we will be joined by Doug Thorburn in just a few minutes, but first, uh, some important news stories on our regular weekly features. Hey, some pet medications could harm humans, according to the FDA. Food and Drug Administration is cautioning nine makers and distributors of drugs aimed at preventing infectious diseases in pets that their antimicrobial treatments could create resistance to medications necessary for treating infectious diseases in humans. FDA issued letters to these companies. I'll mention a few. Let's see. American Aquarium Products, Aquarium Pharmacy, LLC, California Veterinary Supply, Chewy Incorporated, uh, Kraft Drugs, and others. But uh, the problem is that these animal drugs made or distributed by these companies uh, have, well, they contain human medicines such as amoxicillin, penicillin, tetracycline, erythromycin, etc. And the FDA said that they're being illegally sold over-the-counter where they should be only legally available by prescription from a licensed uh, veterinarian. So um, be aware of that. And speaking of pets, you know, everyone knows how pets improve our health, and um, they're our companions. I mean, they're part of our families, right? Well, a close friend of mine lost her cat recently over the holidays. So to help comfort her, I I found this book in the store entitled What Cats Teach Us, and I just wanted to throw it out there in case you cat lovers out there want to have a really good book or give one as a gift. Uh, But um, it just contains a quote on each page, but it has priceless photos of cats and you know, various situations or positions. And, uh, I mean, it, I remember one page, it said, you know, it showed the cat uh, sooth- in the owner's lap, and it said, a laptop cat is more soothing than a laptop computer. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Uh, and I saw a, a T-shirt recently, a couple T-shirts, so one that said, computer psychiatrist. <laughs> I guess we need computer psychiatrists these days. Huh? And... Uh, with all the all the time that people spend on computers, and um, here's another one. It said most computer issues are caused by a faulty connection between the chair and the keyboard. <laughs> in other words, the operator of the computer. All right, in the food pharmacy, easy ways to outsmart the flu. Of course, the flu vaccine uh, is one, but uh, you know that's notoriously difficult to predict from year to year, which is why people even though they might receive the vaccine, uh, they still come down with the flu because it's not the particular strain that the vaccine uh, is uh, targeting. But several natural strategies also exist, and you can amplify your body's viral protection by a couple things, doing just a a few common-sense things to lessen the severity and also the recovery time if you do get sick. Uh, First of all, to prevent illness, which is better than curing it, uh, you might want to uptake or uh, up your intake rather of mushrooms uh, that bolsters your levels of lymphocytes, according to this study. Polysaccharides and mushrooms stimulate the activity of specialized lymphocytes that protect against viral invaders, according to uh, this doctor. And um, white button does have some portobello shiitake mushrooms have even more. You can put them in your soup, salads, and of course there's supplements of mushrooms, but you know, beware because a lot of them are not potent enough. Uh, I, I think with, um, I remember seeing a study some years ago on shiitake mushrooms. You have to eat at least five or six of them 
uh, to get the uh, immune-boosting benefits of the shiitake mushrooms. Shiitake happens, you know, sometimes. <laughs> also, to combat symptoms, to uh, lessen the symptoms, elderberry syrup or elderberry uh, supplements, uh, lessen the severity of colds and flu symptoms. Uh, this, according to this uh, author, of uh, this doctor, she, she is the author of Superwomen Rx, and uh, she says it's been shown to increase the production of lymphocytes that attack uh, the infection, and then also fermented foods like sauerkraut, kefir, kombucha, etc. Uh, and the British Journal of Nutrition found that boosting levels of probiotic bacteria reduced annual sick days by 31%. And also smart, according to researchers at Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, they reported that spending just 30 minutes of fun-filled time with people you care about each week reduces your odds of catching another viral illness by, are you ready for this? 67%. So call a friend this weekend. Get together. All right. Okay, in matters of uh, in the fitness file. Okay. <clears throat> Let's get physical for just a minute. Uh, you can also eat, drink, and be active as well as eat, drink, and be merry this holiday season, even though we're, we're past Christmas. Uh, but, you know, just do an abbreviated version of your regular routines, uh, maybe 10 push-ups, a few burpees, some jump squats, um, jumping jacks, etc. A couple minutes is better than nothing. You know, I always say that uh, little exercise, well, um, exercise or movement is like money. A little is better than none. More is better than less. Okay. All right. And uh, news about alcohol. The newest research, in case you didn't get the memo, in case you haven't heard us all year talking about, well, at various times of the year, no amount of alcohol is healthy. I'm sorry to be a party pooper here. <laughs> but, you know, there's uh, medicinal mocktails. You can resort to those, and nobody will know that you're not drinking alcohol. You can be just as fun, and you can actually remember the party <laughs> or the get-together. All right. Uh, anyway, researchers and public health officials have long struggled uh, with get, coming up with a consensus of just how much is too much, you know, suggesting that moderate consumption of certain beverages uh, may offer some health benefits. But recent research argues that the only truly healthy approach is to abstain. Sorry to, you know, ruin it, ruin the party for you. But, um, you know, you can have fun. I mean, I go to so many parties and I have just as much fun as the people that drink. So, don't think that you are missing out on fun if you're missing the alcoholic beverages. Anyway, your risk starts to go up well below levels where people would think they would have an alcohol problem. This according to Dr. Tim Niami. Uh, he's, um, this uh, article in the New York Times says that alcohol is harmful to the health starting at very low levels. And the director of... Uh, this Canadian research, uh, Institute for Substance Abuse Research, uh, other experts uh, now believe that alcohol in any amount damages the body's DNA, raising the risk of cancer and coronary artery disease, which I'm going to um, get to in, in detail in a minute here. But alcohol consumption is linked to more than 75,000 cases of cancer in the U.S. each year, and according to the American Cancer Society, uh, drinkers run a high risk of specific cancers, including neck and head, esophageal, liver, breast, and colorectal. So, enough said there. And if you um, 
think you're drinking more than you should be, a couple tips to cut back. Write down how many drinks you're consuming every day so you're consciously aware of just how much you've had. Also limiting the number of days of the week that you allow yourself to drink as well as planning activities that don't involve alcohol. You know, seeing a movie or going to the gym or meeting friends for other social functions or uh, activities. Also identifying the cues or triggers that prompt you to drink and then you want to avoid them, of course. And uh, another good common sense thing to do, but people don't think about it, is to remove all the, the alcoholic beverages from your home. And finally, remind yourself why you want to cut back. I mean, everybody has a reason, whether it's wanting to see your grandkids, travel the world, or whatever is important to you in your life, right? And um, I have a list I don't have time to cover. Here's like 40 ways that alcohol ruins your health. Let me just do the top 10 or the first 10 I have on this list. And um, one is eating more because it does cause you to eat more besides having extra calories, the seven calories per gram in alcohol. Circulatory issues that uh, compromises your circulation. Alcohol also can cause seizures, especially if you have a family history of epilepsy. Uh, It dehydrates your system. Uh, As you know, you should drink a glass of water with every drink to avoid dehydration. Number five is diabetes that interferes with your body's production of insulin. If you're diabetic or pre-diabetic, which is about half the population, uh, ulcers uh, that exacerbates ulcers or can actually cause them. And belly fat because it alters your hormones, increasing your estrogen levels, especially in men. And that's why they get the beer belly because that's, you know, uh, aptly named because it does change the uh, levels of your hormones so that more adipose tissue is deposited in your abdominal region, in your stomach. Also causes higher sugar consumption. It help, it increases your craving for sweets. And then, as I mentioned, cancer uh, increases more than... Uh, it's responsible for either um, increasing or causing uh, over 12 types of cancer. And then finally, dementia, impairing your memory. Not a good thing that alcohol does. And is healthy alcohol an oxymoron? Well, here's another article from the University of California, Riverside. When scientists gave smallpox vaccinations to monkeys that have been living with access to both alcohol and water, they found that those who drank alcohol moderately had a greater boost in immunity than those who didn't have any alcohol. But the daily average of the blood alcohol was very minute compared to what most people drink, you know, on a daily basis where they say there's there's um, uh, some benefit. Actually, they had impaired immunity when they ramped it up to what humans typically uh, consume. And alcohol can also activate or shut off genes relating to immune function, depending on the dose. So just a tiny dose that uh, is beneficial, but, you know, most people go above that level. All right, uh, let's see. I don't know if I have time to get to this one. Okay, I did the fitness file. Let's go to the Funny Bone Pharmacy. All right, uh, just a couple um, abbreviated versions since we um, have Doug Thorburn, our guest, uh, getting on the line. Uh, here's a couple of t-shirts I saw. It said, don't mess with postal workers, especially at this time of the year. They know where you live. <laughs> that's that's true, right? And uh, here's a, a shirt. It says, nursing, fixing cuts and sticking butts. All right. Oh, Okay. 
And uh, and here's a, a medical blooper. Well, actually, a, a true story. There was a nurse a long time ago who told the story of a mean man who passed out at a New Year's Eve party. They put a cast on his leg when he was unconscious. When he came to, they told him he fell and actually showed him some someone else's x-rays. <laughs> he wore the cast for six weeks. Well, that's what you get. That mean karma comes back to you. That'll get you every time. All right, that's it for the Funny Bone Pharmacy. When we come back, Doug Thorburn in the house talking about alcohol addiction and alcohol and your health. On this special edition of the program, our last show of 2023. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio. Don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need clear saline nasal spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's xlear.com. Since 70% of your immune system is in your gut, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function. Not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up, with the medical strength probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with the specific gut-friendly strength of potent beneficial bacteria and their patent protected delivery system has garnered Theralac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio cleansing effects and True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the Master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Theralac.com. Master Supplements, the probiotic pioneers. When choosing a food supplement, what's most important to you? If you said safe, effective, contaminant-free, and non-GMO, 100% of the population agrees with you. So out of the thousands of brands out there, which one do you choose? Natural Factors is the healthiest choice. For over 60 years, family-owned Natural Factors has been committed to the quality of their products. Excellence in science and education, and caring for people and planet. And with over 900,000 square feet of manufacturing, Natural Factors is big enough to do it right. They are also one of the only companies to do it all. With their own certified organic farms, over 2,000 acres, their own extraction, encapsulation, laboratory and research facilities, plus a vast network of academic and scientific experts. From farm to shelf, you can trust Natural Factors to bring you the best food supplements available anywhere. And they're available at your nearest natural food store. Or go to naturalfactors.com. 
Welcome back to the Cure for the Common radio show. It's time for the Snow Quote of the Week. You don't have to consume spirits to be in good spirits. Or to put it another way, you don't have to be high from spirits to be in high spirits. And remember, there's no quote like a snow quote. All right. uh, We hope you're in high spirits today. Naturally, of course. And we are welcoming our guest, as we do every year at this time, Doug Thorburn. He's the author. I hear some paper shuffling in the back, but uh, I think he's getting ready for us. Uh, Anyway, Doug Thorburn is our guest. He's the author of four books on alcohol addiction, including Get Out of the Way. So uh, we are going to be joining him right now. Doug, how the health are you? Good morning. Doing great. Thank you, David. Yes. You there? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, super. That's better. Okay, thanks. Uh, how to Spot Hidden Alcoholics is another one of your books. Um, now, Doug, I wanted to share with you and the audience about research I've just finished into the effect alcohol has on physical movement. Basically, in a brief conclusion, I want you to know the results were staggering. Where's the rim shot? Okay. Stagger. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> Dagger gate and slurred speech, right? That, that, that was that was not a a funny. Well, it was, it was, it was supposed to be humorous, but I guess it wasn't. Okay, I must admit to you and the audience, though. Yet again, this year, I am still an admitted healthaholic. Okay, I just can't get. I can't help myself. I'm craving more and more information on living even healthier. But uh, for those of you that, or those of us. And uh, those in the radio listening audience that might not be living as healthy because they're consuming a little too much alcohol, let's talk about that. Now, um, what you know, what is more, what profession I should say is more prone to alcohol addiction? We've talked about this in previous years, but a lot of people have the misconception that uh, you know the more important you are and the higher status you have in in society, uh, those people they. They're almost never affected by alcoholism, but it's not necessarily the case, is it? No, they're the high-functioning ones, and it's not a question of which profession are they in, it's which professions are they attracted to. They're attracted to professions and occupations where they can wield power over others. So probably the highest percentage of alcoholics in any profession would be that of politics. Oh really? Oh my, that's that's uh, problematic. <laughs> given the given the polarization of our society uh, on one side or the other, and um, and then how all the politicians—I mean, depending on what side of the the aisle you're on—they're uh, viewed as, as as more extreme than ever before. Uh, does does being extreme uh, is that one of the traits of uh, an alcoholic politician or or not? Not necessarily extreme. I'm extreme. I'm an extreme libertarian. Uh, it doesn't make me an alcoholic. No, I th- it's an equal opportunity disease. It it affects those on both sides of the aisle, but the one the 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 ones who are alcoholics are more likely to act erratically, capriciously. And they're the ones who will want to wield greater power over others. Uh, in my mind, that would be more Democrats than Republicans, but there are plenty of Republicans who are alcoholics as well. Hmm. Now, in your book, How to Spot Hidden Alcoholics, you talk about the the supreme being complex. Can you explain that? I think they're God. Uh, it emanates from a key distortion of perception of memory called euphoric recall. 
euphoric recall causes the addict to recall everything they do and say through self-favoring lenses. Everything they do and say is good and right, nothing bad or wrong. Doesn't that sound like they think they might be God? Hence, the supreme being complex. Cops call it that. In fact, when uh, they pull over a DUI, uh, the the perp will often act like they're God. Hmm. Okay, now... And, and Stalin certainly did that. Stalin was the supreme alcoholic. Okay. Now, <clears throat> um, let's, let's talk about... Um, okay, we talked about who is more likely to be uh, in that category. Uh, let's let's um, shift gears a bit and talk about... You have another chapter in your book, How to Spot Hidden Alcoholics, about the early stage alcoholism, the physical signs of it. Um, can you get into that and and uh, explain if there are more professions that are susceptible to early stage alcoholism than others? Well, every, every alcoholic starts out in the early stages. The average age at which one triggers their addiction is age 13. What? Wow. Yep. Yep. Really? So it's their first. It's during their first drinking episode, and half of them remember when they're in recovery. They get quite honest after a few years or a few years of recovery. They remember their first drinking episode, huh. and it's that important to them. I don't remember mine. It's not important, but to them, it made them feel powerful, godlike, and you hear that from a lot of recovering alcoholics. I'd say about half. They recall their first drinking episode, and they use the word, the term, I felt powerful. For the first time in my life, I felt powerful. Wow. And That's is a that, powerful statement. Uh, and is it often in uh, people that have deficiencies in other areas of life? Maybe they're the uh, the runt of the litter, so to speak, or you know, they're uh, maybe not, not the smartest all. person in their family or whatever? Okay. No. No, not at all. It has nothing to do with that. It, it's strictly you either inherited alcoholism or you didn't. Uh, and if you don't think you, or if you think you could be an alcoholic, but you don't think you are, just try drinking addictively. It's a different biochemistry. You won't be able to. Huh. Yeah, I, You're not an alcoholic. You cannot drink addictively. The alcoholic can drink to a point one six and not look like they're drunk. They whoa. don't stagger. They don't slur their speech. Hmm. They'll be totally functional at, at blood levels as high as 0.24, in fact. My goodness. Right? Yeah. The non-alcoholic, we're on our faces at a 0.16. Well, I was going to qu- – that was my next question I was going to ask you about genetics. Uh, you know, the, uh, there are certain ethnicities that, are, uh, that have the reputation of being uh, – you know, having a higher percentage of um, alcohol uh, – al- <coughs> excuse me, alcoholic um, – um, population in their in that uh, particular country or uh, with that um, ethnic background, uh, such as well, the Irish, come to mind, and, uh, and, and not to disparage any one particular nationality, uh, you know, Germans, etc. But um, I mean, obviously, there's some truth to that, although people maybe stereotype too much uh, just because they're a person is one race or another and they happen to be alcoholic, right? It's not stereotyping. It's just fact. It's based on ancestry. The longer your ancestors have had access to fermented fruits and grains in large enough quantities to build up enough alcoholism to result in a resistance to it, the lower the rate of alcoholism in that population. 
So the Mediterranean oh. populations have had access for 10 or 15,000 years to lots of fermented fruits and vegetables, fruit, fruits and grains, whatever. And uh, they have a low incidence of alcoholism, 5 to 10% probably. Uh, you move to Northern Europe, Scandinavia, uh, Russia especially, Ireland, Scotland. Uh, they've had access for only 1,000 to 1,500 years, much higher rate of addiction, probably 20 to 30 percent. Certainly explains the history of Russia because alcoholics wield power over others. And there you go with Russia. Hmm. Then you move to North America. The Native Americans have had access for only four or 500 years. Zero time in a microevolutionary scale to build up enough alcoholism to result in a resistance to it. Hence, a rate of alcoholism as high as 75% on some reservations. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's not disparaging. It's a simple fact. Okay. They're not bad people. They inherited an awful disease that causes them to act badly some of the time. Well, if it's not a tendency. They, if if they never drank, they don't know if they're an alcoholic. Yeah, right. mm -hmm. if, if, and if they do drink addictively, they won't admit to being an alcoholic because they can't see it in themselves because they think they're God. Well, and then one uh, symptom of alcoholism is denial, right? Well, denial is it, it's a poor word for this because it, it makes it sound like they have a choice. No, they literally cannot see it in themselves. Hmm. Okay. On they, that they, note they think they think they do everything good and right, nothing bad or wrong. That's not denial. That's mm -hmm. simply a distortion of perception and memory. All right. Okay. Call it what you will. All right, uh, Doug, we need to take a about an hour break. We're a little late for it. And when we come back, since you brought up the history of alcohol, I didn't get to this article earlier in the uh, show, but uh, let's uh, get to it after the break. And that is uh, some interesting information on cavemen and uh, how alcohol was first discovered and the gin craze of the early 18th century and a few other details that... I think the listeners will find interesting. Back after this with more information for your good health here on Dr. Health with my guest, Doug Thorburn, the author of four books on alcohol addiction. We'll tell you how to get the books when we return from this brief break. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. Dr. Health Radio returns right after this. At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and Reg Active. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health, too. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. 
Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. It's important, as well as cost-effective, to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged garlic extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, and Kyolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health. Two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online. Snow, 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 snow. It won't be long before. It is, David Snow on your radio. Alcohol, alcohol, it's the perfect solvent. It dissolves marriages, families, and careers. Well, sometimes. All right, if you're just joining us, our topic of discussion is alcohol, as it is every last show of the year. And our resident uh, expert on this topic, all-important topic, is Doug Thorburn, the author of four books, uh, including, well, Doug, let's um, give out your website for people wanting to get in touch with you, or uh, I guess the books are still available on Amazon, are they? Yes, Amazon. All right. And my, my website is addictionreport.com, where I used to view the news th- through the lens of alcohol and other drug addiction. Uh, I wrote it from 2004 to 2015. And it, I look back at it once in a while. There's some, just some great articles up there. All right. And I was looking back in my, my files, and I could not <coughs> – excuse me. I could not find where you were first on our show. I think it's been about – as long as you've had the books out, which is about 20 years. I mean, we've been doing these shows uh, every year at this time of the year uh, for, I don't know, f- at least over 15 years. It's I know two about. decades. Yeah, I think yeah. it's two decades. Yeah, I think it least. is. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. uh, appreciate you um, being so gracious with your time every year. Now, uh, since you mentioned the, um, the history of alcohol, let me just uh, review this short, um, well, uh, kind of a vignette of the, the how alcohol came to be. They say a Neolithic caveman accidentally <laughs> left out an earthen jar with some berry juice in it for a few days, and voila, alcohol was discovered. And uh, it was not too long after that that um, wasn't, well, used to be one big party maybe, you know, from uh, the effects of alcohol. But then soon Roman writers were describing the negative effects of or the impacts of drinking too much wine, and basically wine was only... Uh, alcoholic uh, beverage that they had, the first one. But then the gin craze in the early 18th century took place, and that would go on to ruin a staggering number of lives, they say, uh, where um, gin came from, well, it was in the medicine cabinet, but (laughs) they threw it out of that. Uh, And today we know that overconsumption of gin, or really any alcohol, um, causes, um, among other things, the red lines and dots on the faces of heavy drinkers, which 
are uh, that's that's where the term gin blossoms came in, which are the dilated capillaries, uh, which are caused by drinking too much alcohol, and then uh, brandy also a type of alcohol uh, beverage um, that was thought to work as a stimulant in cases of hypothermia which this is the winter time of the year, so people need to know about this, the reputation that Brandy um, played a critical part of supplies for early explorers of the Arctic. And the problem is that, yes, although alcohol makes you feel warmer, it actually contributes to heat loss because it's widening your blood vessels at first, and then it tightens them uh, after that and can can exacerbate frostbite. Uh, And then uh, finally... More recently, in the early 1900s, physicians were still prescribing brandy as a general health tonic as early as the 1900s, just a century ago. But by the end of World War I, uh, pathology was better understood, and uh, brandy fell from its honored place on the physician's shelf. So that's uh, just a brief uh, you know, uh, segment of uh, the history of alcohol. Okay, let's get back. You talked about the early stages of alcohol addiction. What about the late stages? Well, late stages, they're on the street. Uh, it's uh, most of the homeless. Either, homeless people are either uh, alcohol or other drug addicts or victims of alcohol, alcohol or other drug addicts. And there's very few, if any, exceptions to that. Sometimes you got to dig deep. Uh, I've I've conversed with plenty of homeless people. Uh, I often will say, you know, how come you're not at an AA meeting? Well, I'm no alcoholic. Then why are you here? I ask. Hmm. And I might see them a few days later, and and I've had uh, more than one ask me, can you tell me where an AA meeting is? Oh, really? Okay. It took them a while to think through it. Now, what but, about uh, criminals and people uh, that are? In prison already uh, from committing crimes. So what what is the percentage of alcoholics? In... It's eighty to ninety percent. What? Are yeah. you serious? In, in eighty fact, to ninety yeah. percent. If, if I were a judge, the the I, I would tell every perp the reason you're here is because you probably have the disease of alcohol and other drug addiction, and that made you act badly. You need to wield power over others, and you did so, uh, and you got yourself, you found yourself in front of me. So a condition of early parole, release, freedom, uh, what have you, will be you testing clean and sober, not for a month, but for years on and off, randomly and and sporadically, we will test you. You fail the test. You go back to prison. You go back to jail. You lose your your parole. You lose your freedoms. So it's very the, simple. You stay sober, and you won't find yourself in front of me because it's the it's the booze or the the other psychoactive drugs that cause you to act badly some of the time. So the recid um, what is it called the recid- recidivism recidivism uh, rate yeah mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's higher if people get out of prison and then they start consuming alcohol again that caused it uh, caused well, them to get in prison consuming, in the first place. Sure, they might have been consuming alcohol in prison. Plenty make their uh, own wino. You know, <laughs> really? What is it called? Pruno? Pruno. Oh, yeah. I never heard it's of that. Okay. Yeah, they make their own wine and, uh, and, and, and other things. And since uh, we're talking about criminals in prison, you, uh, when I was talking to you earlier this week, you said 60% of mass shooters are alcoholics. Is that correct? Well, I've seen lists of mass shooters, and one guy in particular uh, came with a list, and 100% were on SSRIs. And oh. we don't know why, 
SSRIs are linked to mass shooting, but they are. There's no question about it. Uh, I think that most, if not all of them, are also alcoholics. You combine the two, and then you really have a real monster. And I could prove that 60% of the of the list this particular guy came up with, whose name I don't recall now, uh, but I can prove 60% were alcohol or other drug addicts. Mm, and, no. and and so often I can't I can't prove that, for example, Castro was an amphetamine addict, but I got a lot of evidence. Huh. But I can't prove it. I can prove. Hitler was alcohol was an was an amphetamine addict. I can right. prove uh, Mao Zedong was a barbiturate addict. I hmm. can prove Stalin was an alcoholic. I can prove Mussolini was an alcoholic. But you can't prove everybody is an, an alcoholic or the drug addict because their their close associates have much to lose by letting the secret out. So it can be very difficult to get absolute proof. It took me years to find proof that Karl Marx was an alcoholic. I, su- I suspected it because how could you think like that? How could you think so in, in such a conf- confabulated way and not be an alcoholic or the drug addict? Hmm. But it took years for okay. me to find the absolute proof. And, and then just to uh, clarify, SSRIs are prescription drugs, usually for depression, right? Antidepressants, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, one last um, point that I want to make before we go to our last break of the hour, and that is, I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure you've seen them in the news. We, we could, if we collected all the news stories just in this year alone from airline incidents involving alcohol, we could fill up the whole hour. But, I mean, there, it, it's just unbelievable that airlines, I, I guess, I don't know what your take is on this, but I guess the airlines are making so much money on selling alcoholic beverages up in the air that they look at it as the cost of doing business. I mean, look at all the problems that yes. that alcohol yeah. with people flying and drinking alcohol. I mean, it, well, and first follow, of all, follow follow the money trail. Yeah, yeah, and and also uh, people don't realize, or a lot of them don't realize that you're more sensitive to alcohol or, or the effects of it. Uh, and, and you can drink less and still have the same the level of inebriation uh, up at, at 40,000 feet than you would at uh, sea level, you know, and so people— Well, fi- yeah, they're, they're pressurized at 5,000 feet, and so, yes, you do feel— You still you feel, feel the effects right. uh, yeah. more strongly at elevation. Yeah, yes. so Absolutely. it takes less to get get the same yeah. level of uh, inebriation. All right. Uh, yeah, although, come... although your blood alcohol level isn't necessarily higher, but you feel it for yeah. some reason. I don't right. know the— I don't know the biochemistry right. of that. Yeah, and that's when the bad actors come out or the personalities accordingly. Yes. All right, uh, sure when do. we come back, I want to ask you about uh, AA. And uh, I, I earlier in the show said AAA. <laughs> I meant AA. <laughs> uh, yeah, by the way, have you heard of AAAAA, the no. organization? That's the American Academy Against Acronym Abuse. <laughs> So, anyway, we'll just talk about AA when we come back, okay? And uh, also, I want to ask you about the TV star Matthew Perry, who recently died, and he was an admitted addict and pretty open about it. But uh, what about other celebrities? And what about these rehab clinics? Uh, I mean, it seems like people go back, you know, it's a revolving door. They just go back again and again, especially celebrities, but I'm sure other people that uh, are not in the public eye uh, will talk about that as well. Back after this with more information for your good health here on Dr. Health with my guest Doug Thorburn talking about alcohol addiction. Don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. Dr. Health returns momentarily. 
Do you sometimes suffer from gas, bloating, indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, or irritable bowel syndrome? You need to know about the friendly foursome. Master Supplements, the leaders in safe and effective intestinal health products, offer four supplements that may reinvent your intestinal tract. First, there's Theralac, America's fastest-acting medical-strength probiotic. Find out why Theralac's regular customers become, well, regular customers. Just go to T-H-E-R-A-L-A-C.com for more information. Then there's True Fiber, clinically proven to improve regularity as well as lowering cholesterol. True Fiber is also uniquely formulated to stimulate probiotics. Third in the friendly foursome is Enzalase, the strongest enzyme available. With high potencies of 12 different digestive enzymes, Enzalase makes short work of fatty meals and dairy products, as well as normally gas-producing foods such as beans. Finally, there's True Flora, the fastest-acting bio-cleansing probiotic. True Flora is so potent, the recommended dose is only two per week. This is the premier traveler's supplement. Don't go on a trip without taking True Flora. See the friendly foursome of master supplement products at your favorite natural food store. Theralac, True Fiber, Enzalase, and True Flora for the best intestinal health of your life. Paul, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to your cure for the Common Radio Show, and it's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins as well. David Snow and your radio. That is, um, well, our last segment of the year, what can I say? And uh, we appreciate uh, for all of you regular listeners for tuning in all year and for your new listeners. But we'll be on every week at this time, and, um, and that'll be into the new year, of course, of 2024 and beyond. Uh, And if you want to uh, listen to previous shows or today's show after next Wednesday, you can go to drhealthradio.com. That's drhealthradio.com. And uh, we podcast the show, all the shows over there. Uh, And uh, you can see more information on the program as well. All right. uh, Continuing our conversation on alcohol addiction. Doug, what about these rehab clinics? What happens if they actually cure a patient? I mean, no return visits, no relapses. Uh, what are the real stats, not the rosy ones that uh, they recite when they give you the the um, data on uh, their success rate? Too many don't want to cure you because a uh, cured patient doesn't supply a continuing income stream. Mm-hmm. And it seems Same like these... thing with pharmaceuticals. It's very well, yeah, that's, that's, that's pharmaceutical another program. Industry. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, but uh, having said that, let's uh, talk about some of the celebrities, the notable ones, that it, it seems like they've... Well, I think uh, even just Matthew Bear- Perry alone uh, said that he went to rehab 15 times and he went to, yeah. what, 6,000 Al- uh, Alcoholic Anonymous meetings, something like that. I mean, yeah, it was... money is money is the biggest enabler, and if they've got money, they'll they'll relapse. Uh, run out of money, they're much less likely to relapse. 
somebody setting uh, their foot in the ground, a loved one, saying, uh, "You get you get sober and stay sober, or I'm out of here. I take the kids, and, oh, and you can hire a lawyer." Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Good good credible threats are what get is what gets addicts clean and sober. Nothing else does. Okay, now we they have to have a good credible. One, one credible threat is from doctors saying, "You don't stop drinking, you're gonna you're gonna die in six weeks." Mm. That's that's after decades of use, though. How many opportunities were there along the way for 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 people to put their foot down and offer them uncompromising tough love? That's what's necessary. Well, let me take issue with you, though. Um, now, you 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 know, we think of people who attend rehab clinics and and, uh, you know, divorces and everything is finally hitting bottom. But in your book, you actually state that hitting bottom is a rare event in the life of a practicing addict. So can you elaborate on that? It is. Yeah, because so few people uh, stop the enabling. Most people continue to enable. And if they don't, the institutions will. Government will. Social Security disability will. Give them Mm. money. They're not saying get clean and sober. So the Band-Aid no. approach. No. No. Yeah, and and it's going to stick up somewhere else. By the way, there's uh, a headline today. Sober living homes were little more than drug dens. Oh, Lawsuit my gosh. Says. Really? Yeah. Yeah, boy. Uh, uh, Aetna is uh, suing a whole bunch of rehab operators in Orange oh. County, Los Angeles, and Riverside counties in really? California. Yep. Hmm. They're charging them under the RICO Act. Various... Schemes perpetrated by the defendants were particularly disturbing, uh, where they basically gave addicts in rehab centers drugs, keep them keep them under the influence. That way, they continue to collect the so-called insurance money. Sounds like nursing homes where they uh, prescribe, uh, you know, uh, well, not antidepressants, but uh, tranquilizers or uh, sedatives, and sure. uh, and just to keep people in line so that they're not mm. causing a commotion or anything. Now, what well, about well, that and keep them in there. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, I mentioned Matthew Perry earlier and, um, uh, you know, uh, he's a, TV he's stars. An because he was extremely uh, pro-jab. We talked off here about uh, my view of vaccines. I was totally pro-vaccine until 2020. And then I looked at this one and I said, mm, a year isn't long enough to test it for possible antibody-dependent enhancement. So I wasn't about to take this one. Well, it wasn't until 2022 when I began to question everything about the history of vaccines. And I'm not sure I would take one right now, anyone, even okay. even. Uh, well, know, let's, let's stay rabies. on, on uh, but, but topic. But Perry, Perry, Perry may have had myocarditis. We don't know. Hmm. Autopsy, as far as I know, hasn't been done. Uh, they're avoiding autopsies in a lot of cases. They're doing everything they can to hide this. But there are probably millions of people who've died from the jab. This is the most dangerous right. jab in world history okay, well, by, let's, by far. Let's, so uh, he may have been a victim of that, not of uh, not of drugs. Right. Uh, there were no drugs found around him in the jacuzzi that he was in. Um, and, uh, yes, he was prescribed something. The ketamine. Uh, Ketamine, yeah, yeah, and, so and, and they found it. It's it only lasts in the body two two hours, and they found it in his system. Well, and he he hadn't much. had a treatment for a week and a half. So I mean, that's saying that says well, a lot. So I don't, I don't so know. You gotta, yeah, it says a lot, and you're right. There, there, that may have been 
drugs made them. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but I, but I, but we really need to see a full autopsy with a special focus on the heart to find out what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, but nobody wants to talk about it. No, nobody, whether whether they've been injured or not, they don't talk about it. They keep it secret. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. on a so. on a lighter note, you know, I, I know that you're both an accountant and an, uh, an author and uh, authority on tax pro. Alcohol. Tax pro, not accountant. Uh, tax pro. Excuse me. So yeah. I, I wanted to share with you that I've been trying to finish writing a book about surviving bankruptcy, but I can't get out of chapter eleven for some reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just want to lighten things up a, a bit. Okay, so um, we only have two minutes left, uh, less than two minutes. So uh, give us a parting shot. I mean, uh, some recommendation on uh, how people, if, if they think they have an alcohol problem themselves, usually they don't. It's, it's usually somebody else in their life that knows they have one. But um, I guess your book is a good start to, to yes. give them Stop or it. their enablers. Yeah, stop enabling. You want to save the person, you stop enabling. Because the longer addiction goes on unimpeded, the greater the odds of tragedy ultimately occurring. Either the addict dies or first, more likely, they take others down first. They may seriously injure, maim, uh, financially harm, psychologically harm. That goes hand in hand with addiction. They're always psychologically manipulating and harming others around them, their mm-hmm. best friends, uh, their family, their employers, their employees. Okay? And many get, get to very high positions because of the need to wield power over others. They can become extraordinarily successful. Okay? So the, the, that, need, that needs to come to a stop. The enabling must stop. Right. And my first book, particularly Drunk Stories and Debits, uh, teaches you to do it with a clear conscience Doug, because you can speaking, understand it. Okay, sorry, sorry to stop you, yeah. but speaking of stopping, we have to stop the show because I'm out of time. Uh, but one thing I thought of uh, before, just before we had you on, if you drink too much from trying to be cheery, it is quite likely you will also become bleary, which is not good. So give us your website one last time real quick. Addictionreport.com. All right, addictionreport.com. Thank, can't thank you enough. We'll uh, do it same time next year. Thanks so much, Doug. All right, there goes Doug Thorburn, and here we go with our last show of 2023. Thank you so very much for joining us. If you are a regular listener, uh, whether you're regular, new, occasional, whatever in between, uh, we do appreciate you tuning in and making us a part of your weekend. And a reminder, the hand that lifts, the cup that cheers, should not be used to shift the gears. Please don't drink and drive. Have a healthy week. We'll see you next year. And next week, America's original queen of fitness, Elaine LaLanne, almost 98 years old, will be with us talking about New Year's fitness resolutions. Aloha. Have a healthy week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.